On September 5, 2020, President Trump canceled race-related training sessions in federal agencies. Hear it for yourself. New at 8, the White House has directed federal agencies to cancel race-related training sessions. A memo from the director of the Office of Management and Budget said the agencies should, quote, cease and desist from using taxpayer dollars to fund these divisive, un-American propaganda training sessions. Agencies were directed to identify spending related to training on critical race theory or white privilege. The memo goes on to say the president and his administration are fully committed to the fair and equal treatment of all individuals in the United States. The catalyst for that action was a news report from the Tucker Carlson show. Uh, Fox 59 reports. The OMB memo instructs federal agencies to cancel all contracts that teach people that America is a racist country. The change occurred days after Chris Rufo appeared on the Tucker Carlson show to explain critical race theory. Virtually all white people uphold the system of racism and white superiority and was essentially denouncing the country and asking white employees at the Treasury Department and affiliated organizations uh, to accept their white privilege, uh, accept uh, their white uh, racial superiority, uh, and accept uh, essentially uh, all of the uh, baggage that comes uh, with this reducible essence of whiteness. The memo says in part, quote, all agencies are directed to begin to identify all contracts or other agency spending related to any training on, quote, critical race theory, white privilege, or any other training or propaganda effort that teaches or suggests either, one, that the United States is an inherently racist or evil country, or two, that any race or ethnicity is inherently racist or evil. CNN being ideologically opposed to the right reported on the president's actions this way. So, Friday, Saturday, Trump's been tweeting all about this, dozens of posts. He's saying critical race theory is a sickness that must be extinguished. He's retweeting uh, all about this, retweeting Tucker's segment, and on and on and on. Saturday, for example, the president uh, kind of, uh, he, he went on a Twitter storm. He posted at least 19 times uh, tweets and retweets about this subject. So why was this catnip for Tucker Carlson and Laura Ingram? I think former Fox contributor, former Fox host Ebony Williams explained it best. Uh, I quoted her in my book, Hoax. Here's, here's what I wrote. I said, after she left the network, Ebony Williams, who is black, decried Fox as racist and fear-based. The entire programming strategy, she said, was to address conservatives' fears of the intrinsic devaluation of whiteness in this country. White identity politics, in other words. It all comes back to that. It all comes back to whiteness and the backlash to a browning America. And the president, he eats it up, and the feedback loop spins round and round. Fast forward to September 22nd, and President Trump has expanded on his position, saying this in a tweet, quote, A few weeks ago, I banned efforts to indoctrinate government employees with divisive and harmful sex and race-based ideologies. Today, I've expanded that ban to people and companies that do business with our country, the United States military, government contractors, and grantees. Americans should be taught to take pride in our great country. And if you don't, there's nothing in it for you. End quote. As you might imagine, people who make a living on diversity training are concerned. I heard a uh, diversity trainer talk about uh, this policy change on a YouTube channel, HR for Her. Uh, and they said this. Well, we all saw the headlines on Trump's announcement regarding diversity training. The, the big question is, what are you going to do now? And so I've been getting so many texts, so many emails asking, like, what does this mean? What's going to happen? 
and a lot of fear, a lot of concern, you know, from diversity consultants thinking, oh my gosh, my business has crashed. And so I just want to just say, exhale, <laughs> take a minute and one, look at the original letter, not the headlines, not the articles that are written by the various news media, but look at the letter that came from the Office of the Management and Budget and see what it's actually addressing and see where you may fall into that or perhaps you don't. I'm pretty sure a lot of people do not even fall into that um, category, in, but we're running with the headline of diversity training. And as you know, as a diversity consultant, diversity training is not just about race. It encompasses so many different things. All of this buzz around diversity training of critical race theory made me curious. I wanted to learn more about it. And once I did, I had to agree with the president. He did the right thing. I'll tell you why I think that after this. This podcast is brought to you by Black History Quiz because it takes more than a month to learn our history. History is not black and white. It's complicated. America was built on slave labor, yet blacks owned slaves as well. The Republican Party was founded to abolish slavery, but today most blacks vote Democrat. And sometimes, just sometimes, African kings marry white. No matter the race, people are complicated, filled with contradictions and change with the times. To view history through the lenses of today's culture cheats the learner of the full story. Black History Quiz is a newsletter that shares facts you might not have learned in school and certainly did not learn from mainstream media. Black History Quiz educates, sparks debate, and often puts history in a brand new light. Visit blackhistoryquiz.com and subscribe to the weekly newsletter. No matter your perspective of history, you will not be disappointed. Blackhistoryquiz.com In my research on critical race theory, I found a very good article called Eight Big Reasons Critical Race Theory is Terrible for Dealing with Racism by James Lindsay. I highly recommend reading it as it is such a good article. It's a bit long, though, uh, but no worries. Uh, these are the bullet points. Critical race theory believes racism is present in every aspect of life, every relationship, and every interaction, and therefore has its advocates look for it everywhere. Critical race theory relies upon something called interest convergence, which means white people only give black people opportunities and freedoms when it is also in their own interests, and therefore doesn't trust any attempt to make racism better. Critical race theory is against free societies and wants to dismantle them and displace them with something its advocates control, which is a very Marxist way of thinking. Critical race theory only treats race issues as socially constructed groups, so there are no individuals in critical race theory. Uh, for example, depending on the racial group you are in, you are oppressed, despite how financially successful you may be as an individual. Critical race theory believes science, reason, and evidence are a white way of knowing and that storytelling and lived experience is a black alternative which hurts everyone especially black people so in other words things like statistics and logic don't matter what matter is how you feel 
Critical race theory rejects all potential alternatives like color blindness as forms of racism, making itself the only allowable game in town. In other words, judging people based on their character and not their color is racist. Critical race theory acts like anyone who disagrees with it must do so for racist and white supremacist reasons, even if those people are black, which is why black conservatives like Candace Owens can be called a white supremacist. And finally, uh, critical race theory cannot be satisfied, so it becomes a kind of activist black hole that threatens to destroy everything it is introduced to. Like I said, it's a very good article full of wisdom. And just because I can't resist, I will quote a passage from it. Now, this piece being related to what will likely happen if you introduce it, uh, critical race theory, to your workplace. <laughs> quote. We have already seen how critical race theory cannot be disagreed with, even by black people. We have also seen how it rejects all alternatives and how it believes any success that it has comes down to interest convergence. Because it rejects science, it cannot be falsified or proven wrong by evidence. And because it assumes racism in present and relevant to all situations and interactions, even the acceptance of critical race theory must somehow also contain racism. Therefore, critical race theory cannot be satisfied. It is in this way like a black hole. No matter how much you give to it, it cannot be filled and only gets stronger and it will tear apart anything that gets too close to it. This means that if your workplace takes up critical race theory, eventually activists will start to make demands and will threaten to make trouble if they do not get their way they usually do not ask. If you give in to them, you will not satisfy them. However, because critical race theory cannot be satisfied, it is guaranteed <laughs> before you do anything at all that you would do it wrong because of your racism. You did it out of interest convergence to make yourself look good because of your racism. You did it in a way that just created new problems that amount to racism. You didn't do it sooner, faster, or better because of your racism. No matter what you do, the resulting situation must contain racism and the critical race theory activist's job is to find it and hold you to account. Therefore, giving into a demand made by critical race theory cannot appease. It can, however, signal that you will give into their demands, which will then continue to come and to escalate. President Trump banned critical race theory from government institution and is refusing to deal with companies that support that kind of training. Good, good, and very good. However, as great a start as that is, it is not the end of the matter. Critical race theory still has the possibility of infecting Americans in mass 
via the diversity training taught in corporate America. And to be clear, I am not pointing to all diversity trainers, just the ones who leveraged the book White Fragility as its foundation. As of June 4th, 2020, according to the Washington Post, White Fragility has sold more than 750,000 copies. Let me share what I think is the essence of this work, distilled into one insidious point. The principle of falsifiability says that if anything is to be considered scientific, it must be able to be proven false. For example, you know the statement all cars are red is false because you can look and see that not all cars are red, only some cars are red. Robin DiAngelo, author of White Fragility, pushes the notion that all white people are racist. And when white people deny that they are racist, then that is proof that they are indeed racist. In fact, you don't have to be white to be considered a white supremacist. You can simply be acting white. There is no individual scrutiny. All white people and those who operate within the ever-present and all-encompassing oppressive system of whiteness is guilty of racism. Now, can you imagine taking these lessons to heart? And the next day, you and your coworkers are now nervously wondering just how racist the other coworker is. You may even be wondering how to atone for the racism that you did not even know existed between you and your coworker prior to reading Robin DiAngelo's book. You might even feel incredibly guilty for the sins your white ancestors committed centuries ago, as well as any racist atrocities being performed today that you yourself did not perform but since you are white, you are just as guilty. Fortunately for you, for a small fee of $10,000, Robin DiAngelo has a seminar she can give you that will help you cope with your inherent racism. Now, keep in mind that if you think that you don't need her $10,000 seminar, then that is proof in itself of your racism. <laughs> don't hate the player, hate the game. I could go deeper, but I don't want to give credence to something I feel has no intrinsic value unless there's a shortage on firewood or toilet paper. That notwithstanding, critical race theory is not only infiltrating corporate America, but is also being taught in our public schools. A California teacher discusses the phenomenon on Glenn Beck's Blaze TV. Here's a snippet of what she said under condition that she use a voice disguiser so her livelihood would not be at risk. So anyway, a couple weeks ago, the week before school starts, we have to have a training. And I noticed that the training is on race. And I'm thinking, oh man, I'm in California. They better handle this well, right? I open up the training and right across the top, it says critical race theory. <laughs> Glenn, I wanted to quit on the spot or go on a crusade or text all my friends that have their kids in public school just like get out now i cannot believe what i'm seeing but of course i want to read through it give them the benefit of the doubt because maybe the people who developed this don't know what critical theory is so here are the main points that they taught us Only now this is in the training this is this in, is the, in training the training document for california yeah. teachers okay 
not all California teachers, but I can tell you that it is endorsed by the California Department of Education, the California mm-hmm. School Board Association, the Association of California School Administrators, Bay Area Schools, the California uh, Conservation Corps, and a bunch of other districts who have hired them to train teachers. Okay, and y- so and you are not in a, you're not in a small school district in in California, so it's a, a it's a large uh, number. I'm in a small-ish district, small enough to where I'm nervous that I'm going to be identified. <laughs> so, okay. um, pe- people people know me, so I'd rather you know stay anonymous. But yeah, yeah. So okay. in the training, okay. it's called Epic Education. You can go on their website and look everything up. Here are their main points: owning property is whiteness, must be abolished. So no one should own property. Okay. White people will only help a black person if it is in their own self-interest. Jeez. That to me, I mean, let's just flip that back. A black person will only help a white person if it is in their own self-interest. If you said that, you'd be called a racist up and down. But if you flip the color of the skin of the person you're talking about, you're a compassionate person. So right. And because... And because of critical race theory, yes. you defending that by saying flip that around proves that you are a racist. Exactly. Exactly. That's mm-hmm. why we're not getting anywhere. That's why we can't agree to disagree. That's why we can't talk about the real issues of what's going on. That's why we can't talk about, I mean, I am a white female teacher and I have had reverse racism against me multiple times in my own classroom. I walk on eggshells around my students of color because I want to make sure that they know that I love them, that I care about them, that I want them to succeed. Because I've had more experiences than I can count where if a black student doesn't get the grade they want, they're storming my door. I've been cussed out. I've been almost fired. P- parents have gone to the superintendent to try to get me out. Even when I have documentation proving why that student got the grade that they got, nope, it's because you're white. There is a war against critical race theory in the government and the companies doing business with the government. However, it is still seeping into corporate America through white fragility and creeping into our public school system. It is evil. The news site Enterprise Record focuses on news in Northern California. I want to end this episode by quoting a letter that was sent to the editor. It is entitled, Letter, Critical Race Theory is Wrong for Schools. And I wish I had written it. Although it's addressing the school system specifically, it went, it very well could have uh, been directed to American society overall. So here it goes. Quote, I want to warn everyone about the danger we face if we employ critical race theory in our school systems. Critical race theory is an idea from Karl Marx, the communist, and is an example of reverse racism at its worst, for it singles out a particular race, white people, for state-sanctioned discrimination, and it cannot be allowed to be taught in our schools. It is poisonous. It will contribute to the collapse of race relations, and it is essentially evil both morally and ethically wrong, while being practically wrong for all Americans, it is based on flawed historical understanding that has been proven to be unworkable. Communism always fails, and this particular extension of communist thought 
is born out of hatred for personal achievement and freedom. It will undo everything hardworking Americans believe in. We are supposed to be a colorblind society, and our laws reflect that. Yet critical race theory sets us back hundreds of years, threatens our civilization, and fosters racial hatred rather than any sense of healing. I understand that there is an urge to make changes to society where they need to be made. But in this case, critical race theory will only serve to destroy while teaching discrimination and prejudice. This is not what Americans stand for, nor is it what we need at this time. Critical race theory is racism. It must not be taught in our schools. Signed, L.H. Roberts of Butt Valley. You have been listening to the Things I Think About podcast. If you love what you heard, hate what you heard, or don't know what you just heard, I want to know about it. Drop me an email. I can be reached at Jim Stroud. That's J-I-M-S-T-R-O-U-D at jimstroud.com. So, until next time, bye-bye.